faith. And I think the reason why, like, 5D reality way of thinking, like, what I mean by that is, like, all the spirituality and just, like, trusting more in your own thoughts than what you've been told. Like, I just feel like that's not popular because I think once people realize how powerful their brain is and how much they can alter their reality to benefit for them, it takes away how that person can be a pawn for society. It takes away, mm. it, it makes them, it creates individuality, individuality for them. And like overall that takes away, well, that takes away a workhorse for our society and like the government, yeah. like, oh, she's not going to work a nine to five because she realizes that, you know, there's so many benefits. You can do this and that. And like, I don't know. Yeah. You get it, money money makes the world go around in a sense like that's the yeah. that's the fear-based um human perspective of it all right and it's like you need to do this to do this in to get to money get yeah. in order to live a good life you need to commit yourself to a nine to five every day yeah or eight to five or whatever um and by doing so you know you buy into the system and that's where it's interesting with colleges because that's sort of that is the, the human system for security. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, if everybody goes to college and everybody that goes to college and gets a degree, it automatically qualifies you to work these jobs that society has deemed necessary. acceptable, necessary, um, and for society. And then the trade-off is like, yeah, you're giving away your freedom, but you're getting secure financial security. Right. Which allows you um, to do so many things. Yeah, and it, it, it takes that. It, it's a way to take the fear the, of the unknown out of life, sort of. Right. And so, like, I think that's something that our generation, that's an amazing thing about the internet, social media, is that our generation is finding so many different creative ways for people to make a living right. that aren't so much based in being a slave to the system yes. and just working for a big company or the mm -hmm. government or some organization yeah. um, that's already established. But what you don't realize, a lot of people don't realize is that they're sacrificing 90% of their life uh -huh. for safe, the safe route for the right. security route. But the person at the top, like if you're, if you're just the worker, uh -huh. you're the worker bee. You're sacrificing your life goals and dreams true. to make somebody else's dreams and goals come true. Oh, it's it's so true. And oh yeah, it's it's so true. Like with that being said, like we do, we do need like we need workers, like absolutely. Yeah, and just, there's people that fit those roles. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, there there comes benefits to doing that. Like, you know, oftentimes if you are working for someone, you don't have to worry about that stuff when you go home and you do have that security. Um, but like, it's just cool nowadays, like ever since COVID hit, I think a lot of people are able to do work at home or stuff like that, which I think allows you to spend more time in an environment that you can create and you can keep how you want to keep. You have more time for your family, you have more time to spend on interests that, that you enjoy. And it's not just like, oh my gosh, I consumed work all day long. All I want to do is eat and watch television you know like you're not right. you're not having an opportunity to think about the things that like make you tick or like mm -hmm. stuff like that so i just think it's it's really important to tap in 
to what your desires are and and try to focus on that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So not a lot of people obviously maybe that listen to this know you all that well. But talk about your experience with going to college and how that played out. Okay. So Take me down, take me down the journey of your life, uh, the journey of the life of 18 year old to 20. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when I went into high school, I had like my freshman year where I kind of just treated it like middle school. I didn't care. I didn't do, I didn't do any of my work. Like I'm a people pleaser, but school, like for me, was just like, all I had to do in middle school was show up and I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate and you get A's and you pass or whatever but when I got to high school I was just kind of like eh, I'm not really interested like I'll do the bare minimum like I did um, in middle school and enjoy like this new set of freedoms but then I was like oh my gosh like school's kind of harder so then um, I had to like learn how to study and like actually do well and that felt good so school in high school for me was like I studied all the time. I took every AP class. Like, I knew by the time I was 16, I was like, I'm going to chiropractic school. I'd already called them. <laughs> I I sent in, like, the stuff I was doing in high school as, like, as if that was impressive or something. <laughs> I, told every, like, I told everyone that's what I want to do. And the reason why that was appealing for me is because, like, yes, I love, like, holistic medicine. I love helping people. Like, the functions of the body are so interesting to me. But also I knew that if I picked that career path, I could be successful financially. And that was always a big deal to me because I always have equated having money with having peace and just security. Okay. So, yeah. So that was like so appealing to me. Graduate high school early. I do a lot of my classes at a community college because my parents were like, this is a fourth the price like you're gonna go here you're gonna do all your gen eds here then you're gonna go to a like four-year college okay so there so right out of high school you decided community college route yes correct and i was so this is another side note if you don't know what you want to do or even if you do know what you want to do and it has to do with um college check out your community college like i don't know how it is everywhere like we have like a really really good community college but it's a fraction of the price and like you're getting the same classes they're gonna it's gonna be similar to high school where there's like 30 kids in the class you're not gonna have to Mm -hmm. pay for parking like it's i highly recommend your teachers are actually gonna care about you they're not like just smaller it's smaller classes i love it so i loved it so i was doing that while also keeping in touch with like cleveland chiropractic in kansas city and i get into my second year of college and something in my bones was just like oh my god like I know I'm not gonna complete um college like I don't even think I'm gonna complete like a four-year degree like I just knew it now now when you say you knew it is that is that hold on is that because you knew you were gonna do something else or because you just didn't fit the mold so what happened is we went to go uh, my family and I went to go visit Cleveland chiropractic is like a dream of mine I was so excited leading up going there. We did the whole like interview tour, all of that stuff. And I just had this like overwhelming feeling. I'm like, I'm never gonna go here. Like the, and it was so 
frustrating and I tried to fight it and I was I was like I cried so much like once we left because I was like I've been telling everyone since I was 16 I was gonna do this like I had everything figured out but like it was just a feeling in my like body it was just like no you're not doing this and so that really confused me and then I'm like I don't know if I want to go and try to get this like super like time consuming degree to go do something that I just like know in my gut that I'm not meant to do but so then I was just really confused and I was like what am I gonna do because the other thing is like I wanted to prove to people like I'm smart like I want to like I can complete college I can do all of these things and I want to be successful and I don't want to let people down and like what am I gonna do with my life like I always thought I would I don't know I think like being in high school and being like so diligent about getting good grades like that's where I got my what would you call it like um since your like confidence of, like my confidence like, like that's where people would like praise me and stuff yeah. and so I just I felt completely lost so I was like okay like um maybe like let's still do something with the healthcare field um so like okay I'm gonna do nursing so then I went another year and I did the pre-nursing requisites applied to UNMC College of Nursing got in and nope I I knew that wasn't going to be a thing either but I was just trying to satisfy the itch and so did you go there I got I applied and got in and I didn't go you didn't end up I, going. I didn't go in the fall so what happened is I'm okay tell to... talk to me about how you okay so you applied was there a pivotal moment where you were like like what what made you finally hit the switch of like not doing this um so when COVID hit like when everything closed down like the early March or whatever that time frame was I was nannying for a family I stopped nannying for them just given everything that was happening but then also all my college school things were online I was bored I wanted to make money I've always been like a good cleaner like that's a skill my grandma taught me when I was younger my dad sells real estate so I would clean like houses like randomly for him just to make a couple extra bucks and so I reached out to a couple people and I was like hey like if you need a cleaner like let me know I just wanted to make some money and that snowballed into me working damn near full-time cleaning houses and I'm like how did I get myself into this and at the time it was really exciting because I was making like really good money for not having a college degree and so I was like oh my gosh this money initially is so nice and then of course I was thinking you know I don't want to clean for the rest of my life like that's it's hard mm. on your body I didn't I didn't respect that as a job which is yeah. ridiculous but that's just like how I was programmed um whatever but then it snowballed that I got so many clients that I was like okay like let me see if I can hire some people on to help me and it was kind of casual I had a couple girls working for me and then snowballed even further and I'm able to have a cleaning business and I think what what okay so you decided you you started mm-hmm. doing the cleaning yeah you started doing the cleaning um and how did point, how did you get the clients at the at the start how did you get I, jobs to do I texted people who I babysat for um, in the past. Because well, everybody needs stuff clean. Everyone needs stuff clean. I, I texted people who I, I was a front desk girl at the gym. I made a lot of connections there. Right. Um, Lincoln's a big, small town, so you kind of, everyone kind of knows everyone. And the other thing that helped me out is that my dad's a realtor. So just word of mouth from him. Okay. And then the clients who I cleaned for 
um, were kind enough to tell other people about me. And, and mm-hmm. word of mouth has really been the biggest way that my business has grown. It's kind of so, a cool. It's kind of a cool thing too. Not to cut you off. No. But cleaning. Obviously, everybody likes to have stuff clean. If you right. don't, you're just crazy. Yeah. But it's relatively low entry cost. Yeah. You know, it's not like yes. you're starting a telecommunications I, company. Like you're, oh no, like I had a few. few if you're willing to put in and, the backbreaking work, right? You can and see some benefit out of it pretty I, quick. You know, young. I'm I'm young at this. I'm still young, I guess. But um, the initial money, like that, I was getting while still going to school. I was like, damn, like I can make this money, and I don't have a college degree. Like, how can I make? more money and i guess that's also what um from this what inspired me to um create a business out of it and then the feeling that i had after going to chiropractic school where i was just so lost i was like something has to come to me i tried to make everything work like school wise like to get a degree i'm like you know i could really see myself doing that even though i knew i couldn't and the thing that was so appealing about chiropractic too is that I would want to have my own practice one day. Being my own boss and manager has like always been my dream. Same here, yeah. I just I believe in myself, and I also love the opportunity of owning my business and like building other people up who work mm-hmm. for me. I think that is just like one of the coolest feelings ever. And so then when I was looking at these other jobs like nursing and stuff. I don't know how this is going to come across, but I was like, damn, I don't want to be capped at $70,000 for the rest, or just, you know, a yeah. certain number for the rest of my life. No, it's not, there's I'm nothing go, bad I'm about a, that. I'm a go-getter. I want to, if, if I put in the work, I want to, you know, make more money. Like, growing up, I had jobs like Gallup Poll, and it wasn't based off of how many hours you worked. It was based on your performance, and I'm just competitive by nature, so I'm like, if I can work harder and I can manipulate things or, you know, mm-hmm. make things work for me then then I want to do that it's it's like a game to me it's it's fun so um while I didn't want to necessarily be somebody's housekeeper for the rest of my life I realized there's a lot of money in cleaning and people need things cleaned over and over and over because things don't stay clean you saw a need so there's a demand yeah you saw a need that's not gonna go away and so yeah um that kind of took my like um, identity crisis of what I was going to do. Like the nursing thing, I was like, oh, right. thank God I'm not going to do yeah. that. And like, that is such an admirable job and like, just shout out to all healthcare it's workers. It's not for you. It just wasn't, it wasn't going to fulfill me in the ways that I, I wanted to. Um, so, okay. So I, I'm going to take us back again. Yeah. Sorry. I, I just had, all over the place. No, I just had another question though. Um, you, you're, you're starting to clean, you're mm-hmm. recognizing okay, this is something that I could see myself doing. It's making me more Mm -hmm. happy than I was in school. Yep. And you're seeing some benefit out of it. You're seeing some money hit your pocket. Yeah. And what, how do you, how do you go about turning that into a business? And by that, I mean, how do you start hiring people? Um, well, my first hire on was actually, um, a family member. And so that was you know, because it was really casual at first. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I need a, some extra help. But um, so it was a family member. So it was someone trusted, someone I, I knew, how to, knew how to clean house as well, um, could talk to people. Um, because I've always had um, a business mindset. My dad's an entrepreneur. And so 
I, I realized the importance of providing good customer service, providing, you know, like I, my parents like instilled in me the value of a dollar and that, yeah, like there are rich people that like maybe 150 bucks clean their house is, is really nothing to them. But to me, it is something. And if I'm going to provide some, a, a service, I'm going to do a good job at doing it. And I think that's what makes me a good business owner is because I respect people's money and I want to provide a good service for them. Um, so when I look to hire people, it's not just I'm looking if they're a good cleaner. I'm looking if, you know, obviously they can be trusted in someone's house, but they can say hello and have a good conversation with the clients right. coming in. I'm all about the relationships. I, I also realized it's very important with clients to build relationships because mm. not only is that awesome, I have all these friends now networking and all of these things, but like then they can be like, wow, like not only is our cleaner great at her job, but we love when she comes over my business is called good vibes cleaning and I you want bring people the to good f- vibes i want to bring the good vibes i want people to feel good afterwards so i understand like how important it is to appease customers right okay so when you what age were you when it all became official 20 20 okay so you're a 20 year old no college degree correct no there's nothing no i mean if anything there's nothing bad about that if anything it makes it more impressive um what were there moments where you had to it obviously you know it's Mm -hmm. it's cleaning too so it's not like it's not like you're creating an iphone and you have to convince somebody about your work product right they see the results right away yeah um but were there moments where you felt like you weren't being taken serious or were there moments where um whether it's from clients or from even just telling other people what you were doing and and getting some run me through that like what yeah did you do you have any moments that stick out in your head where yeah like were pivotal moments where you're like wow i really need to step up my game sort of to make sure that people do take me seriously absolutely and i think as far as people taking you seriously, it's it's hard to take a 20-year-old seriously. Um, I think sometimes, I think respect just comes with age and, and wisdom and experience and things like that. So um, I never try to take myself too seriously. I I want to provide like good, good services to people and make them feel like it's professional. But also, like I said, like relationships, like, you know, it's, it's not so manufac- manufactured and everything. Um, so it's I think kind of like building just trust building trust and and networking and uh, being consistent being consistent and, and doing what I can do what I can do is I can show up with a smile on my face on time and give you the services that you're offering and mm-hmm. go above and beyond and that's my expectation always yeah um, I, I believe that with hard work success will always follow um, because I still to this day like, and figuring out the nitty gritty, like, you know, how to, right. how to do this, how to do this, like when it comes to like taxes and like yeah. uh, hiring um, That's a That's scary advisor. for someone our age though. I, I mean, I have no idea how those things work. Um, so I, I I figure that out as I go. So like, it's kind of like a fake it till you make it kind of thing. I just kept grinding no, every day. I don't think it's fake it till you make it. I think it's persistent consistency yes you don't have to have all your things figured out and i think that's like one of the biggest lessons i've learned is 
in the past I would be like, okay, I really want to get this thing going, but I'm going to wait till I have, until all of the stars are aligned to sit down and make my Facebook page. And like, I have this and this and that, like you just have to start somewhere because if you don't ever start, you never will. There will never be a perfect time. You just got to go for it. And, um, you know, of course we've like in my business, I've, (laughs) Oh man, sorry. This dog is just, he ate too much popcorn and he's stinking it up over here. Popcorn fiend. Oh man. (laughs) Sorry, you guys. Um, anyways, I think, but when you say like, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. When you say like people like taking me seriously, I feel like that is something I still struggle with to this day. And at the end of the day, it just comes back to the self-concept I have of myself. And I think sometimes I'm hard on myself because my um, praise and recognition for so long was, you know, you're so good at school. And so I really thought that that was going to be like what, you know, projected my took you to the top yeah, yeah to where so you wanted to go it's just a it's a learning curve that like i need to respect myself and and like while this is a different route than i planned on going and that other people maybe my age are going it, it's it's cool and mm-hmm. i need to be proud of myself and you know if someone doesn't take me seriously it's okay like the other day i was cleaning uh for a client and i hadn't seen him um since he hired me like maybe two years ago because I'd come to the, during the day when he's at work, but I was there a little bit later that day. And, um, you know, super duper nice guy. Didn't didn't take anything like super offensive from this or anything, but he was like, oh, so like, are you planning on going back to school? And like, you know, encouraging me to do that and stuff. And it's just like, to- school is awesome. Like, I totally get it. But like, no, I'm not planning to go to school. I'm building this business and I'm hoping to be successful in this yeah. and like this is yeah. hard yeah. you know no that's exactly what we were talking about though is how the expectations of society yeah. like it, it blinds so many people yeah to where this guy doesn't even realize like although he's hiring you to clean his house every week yeah he doesn't realize that you're successful because people like him keep hiring you right and so why why would you go get a degree to do something completely different whenever yeah. you're able to sustain a happy life from um, this. from something that you're doing directly yeah on your own absolutely so it's it's so right it's just people yeah. so i think that sometimes where i pe- i think some people are kind of like oh i don't like take her serious like you know maybe she doesn't even have a business degree or or, or whatever um it, you know it is what it is um I'm so fortunate that when I was making the decision of going to UNMC for nursing in the fall or not, that my parents were like, hey, like, I think I was like 21 when I was deciding this, like, you you know, you don't have any kids, you don't have any real financial burdens, like, this is the absolute time to take a risk. If all else fails, go back to school. Like, you yeah. know, so you're young. Yeah. And I shoot your shot, shoot your shot. And it's been, it's been so great. I've, I've developed like confidence in myself and, and just relying on myself and being independent has been like amazing. And just the opportunity of having that's awesome associates on my team and like building them up. I, I love that I'm able to do that and I'm still figuring things out and I, you know, I, I can't wait to see where, right. where everything goes. That's but. so I think kind of the takeaway 
first first you made a big jump mm-hmm. uh, a, you took a leap of faith of yourself in yourself you realize that this wasn't the college route the nursing the chiropractic yeah that wasn't going to be what truly made you happy and there's i'm sure there's so many people that just do it anyways because yeah. they they're like, feel like I just to. need to do it. I need to do yes, it. I need and I to felt do that it. Way too. And in my sense, I'm the same way as you where in high school I was like, I just want to start my own company. Like mm-hmm. I don't think I need school. Yeah. But at the same time I was like dedicated. Sports had taught me that I can do anything that I really put my mind to. Yeah. If I really if I really focus my energy towards something, I'm gonna get it done. Mm-hmm. Um but I decided to go to law school right. because I saw the security through there. Yeah. And also I had some people growing up, my brother-in-law, my best friend's dad, who were attorneys or who are attorneys. Mm-hmm. And so I saw that I saw the success that they were able to get through that field. Right. Um, and I decided that was sort of what I thought I needed to do. Yeah. Um, you know. I also you come from the same cloth as me of like our parents aren't rich by any means Mm -hmm. you know we don't have a parent sitting there like hey here's 50 grand does help you start whatever you want to help whatever you want to do with your life it's it's very much a earn it mindset yeah um but for me a few years ago I came up with this idea for these baseball bat covers um it's called Slick Sleeve. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not sold a single one yet, and I have been sitting on about 60 of these baseball bat sleeves for like over, well over a year now. Yeah. But before that, it was, it, it started as a project. It started as an idea where I, I came up with this cool idea. Um, for those of you who don't know, there aren't really, like there are base, there are so-called head covers for baseball bats basically, mm-hmm. but they're very plain they're very basic um and when it comes down to it baseball is a style sport everybody loves the 500 hundred dollar glove they love the cool flashy custom cleats yeah and so i was like hmm okay you see this in the golf realm where people spend three four five hundred dollars on a driver Mm -hmm. and you want to take care of that item so you put a head cover over it so that it doesn't get scratched right which is kind of an interesting thought anyways because like you're you're hitting a little really hard Hard ball at a fast speed so like you're damaging the face of the club yeah anyways but what made those take off is like people realize i'm spending this much money on this piece of equipment every time i throw my bag into the back of my truck Mm -hmm. that driver gets damaged like it, it's it's yeah. metal hitting metal if there's not something there to protect it. Yeah. And they were creative. People like Scotty Cameron, he makes golf like really exp- the best golf putters out there. Okay. Um, but what he did was like, oh, I'm going to do special editions sort mm-hmm. of like I'm going to do a Hawaiian one with like a Hawaiian girl all over it. I'm going to do a hot potato one. Just random, yeah. random cool stuff that catches people's eyes. People talking. And so that's where I was like, man, I want to do something like that for baseball because baseball bats are similar to to golf clubs. They're $400 that you spend on a baseball bat, and I was guilty of it as well, but how many times does that baseball bat get launched into the back of a car, Mm -hmm. get dropped on the concrete? Like, you don't... 
in baseball you don't take as good of care of your baseball bat as people do golf clubs. Yeah. Um, but my my thought was maybe these head covers for, haven't taken off on baseball bats because they're not cool. Right. Like there's nothing appealing to them that's yeah. gonna want a or that's gonna make a 14 year old kid be like. Oh, I want to put this on my bat every time because yeah. they don't care about the bat. No. But your parents do. And if and the sleeve cover's super cool, then yeah. the portrait will be like, hey guys, right, what I got? Right, right. But a long, long roundabout way of what I was getting to saying mm-hmm. is that that is a project that I took years to complete. I finally got it completed. Yeah. But then I was scared to take that jump of posting it on Facebook to try and sell them. Right. You know, no, I was scared I, yeah. to, I was, I was nervous that maybe somebody would be like, that's a silly idea or, um, maybe they wouldn't sell at all. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want my eat my own ego to be deflated. Right. And it's, it's kind of similar to you where it's like, you just got to go for it. Don't where like, you could have been scared to take that jump and, yeah. and not, and you could have stayed in college yeah. and never s- have seen that opportunity how yeah. how that opportunity would turn out yeah. um and they're sitting here right here next to me yeah. and i haven't tried to sell a single one um but point being then you know i i started this podcast thing yeah. and i think it's made me realize that like if i if i put my efforts towards something completely and if i stay consistent and persistent then it will grow like it 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 will grow you'll do good um as long as it's not something just stupid you know something that's just like silly silly but i I, i'm slowly i've gained the confidence now um i'm gonna be listing these this summer yeah but there for a while too it was like it's hard to find somebody to make them right because at first i was making them and i didn't have the time or the skill to be able to produce a quality product that I would yeah. feel even comfortable charging anybody for. Yeah. But now I do. And um, it, it's just, it's consistent. It, you just got to be consistent. You got to be persistent. Persistent. And you got to realize that, like my my issue with that thing was that I had the expectation of like, as soon as I got done, people would be coming to me for them once they heard about it or you know people would oh, yeah. like like i expect you expect it to be some success story right off the bat right. instead of being like you just got you're not going to make any money nope. for years well you're, you're no not in in this realm though well, not in the yes, service but, not in the service realm but yeah. like you got to start somewhere you got to yeah. just start oh, it absolutely you got to just start it and do it i I completely if that's agree. Your, if I that's agree. your calling, yeah, and so completely, yeah. If it, if you're passionate about something, you gotta do it. And I think that's also something I struggled with when chiropractic was kind of out of the page. I'm like, could I see myself being a nurse and caring for people? Yeah, I love people. I I'm a hard worker. I I think I absolutely could do it. Am I passionate about that? No. I'm not, and I'm not passionate about cleaning either. I, right. I mean, I think it's so important to have a clean space, you know, just for your mental health and everything, mm-hmm. but, and hygienic reasons, but um, I'm passionate about being a leader. I'm passionate about having my own business. I'm passionate about counting and relying on myself, and I'm passionate about 
providing quality services. I'm pro- I'm passionate about providing jobs and and bringing people like livelihood. Like you know, like that to me is something I'm passionate about. And right. and so having it drives you. It drives me. Um, it really does. So you know, it's the same thing. Like you were saying with your parents. Like my parents gave me a good enough life to where like I got to do like the things I wanted to do and I was so appreciative but they didn't make it so damn good that I never wanted to make anything of myself Mm. so I've always had like a little like fire under my ass to just hustle and yeah and and do something and and I love the opera like you know just being my own boss is just like the the possibilities are endless I right it excites me yeah and so I'm going to say this just because this is my perspective and this is how I came from, like what I came from and what I see myself coming from. Right. So my dad's side of the family were all educators. Okay. So like his mom and dad, both educators um, in the school systems, principals, but they, they were in the school system when... I mean, teachers still get paid like trash. I know. Don't get paid good at all. But it was even worse right. back in the time of like when my grandparents were in the school systems. So yeah. like my dad, he'll tell stories yeah. about it was pancakes for dinner almost every night, certain weeks because they didn't have any money for anything but pancakes, That's or they insane. didn't have anything, they didn't have any money for anything but liver, you right. know. And so <laughs> he meets my mom in high school, <laughs> yeah. and he figures out that, you know, my mom she comes from a farming. Yeah. family mainly farming so like while they may have not had any free money at all because they were very much on the same level of like just skirting by mm-hmm. they had all the food they could need yeah and so like my dad makes a comment where he's like their damn dogs were eating better than i was <sighs> every night so he's like i would just go over there every night for yeah. dinner like the dogs were getting leftover beef and oh vegetables and all this stuff and so um but Okay, so they were farmers, Mm -hmm. but it was like they didn't have enough money to be able to get out of the mindset of like, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Because they were just trying to get, they were trying to live. Yeah. Simply trying to live. And so my parents take that one step further. You know, they get a higher degree, they get better jobs, they have a little bit more money than their parents did. Yeah. And so growing up, we didn't have. You know, we, my you parents had it a little bit us, better. Yeah, I had a little bit better than they had it. A lot better, probably. Yeah. Same um, here. But we were able to go to any sporting events that we yeah. had. You know, they took us across the country playing traveling sports and everything. Um, and it instilled in us like, uh, like a okay, there's a little more opportunity. Yeah. Like there's there is something more even than just like what their parents even. Yeah. Showed them. And I guess that's where I kind of lost where I was going with this. It's like a progression. It's like a progression to where now I was introduced into people who had taken it one step further who were attorneys. Yeah. So I saw that as like a wow, like this could be a route where, you know, I can go to Mexico on vacation because I'll be making enough money. I'll be able to travel anywhere. I'll be able to give my kids yeah and like like my parents would sacrifice so much just to buy me 
the nicest baseball glove. Like that is one thing I will always be so thankful for is that if we needed a piece of sporting equipment Mm -hmm. or if we felt like we needed to be on a specific team in order to get exposed to get maybe a college scholarship in sports, um, they did whatever it was it was that they had to do to make that happen and so like that instilled in me the mindset of like well i want to take this even further and do this for my own kids in the future give them even more opportunities than i had and so that's where i think my my creativity of like breaking the mold breaking the the systematic stuck in the grog of the system of like I have to do this. I just have to get a degree. I need to get out as fast as I can so I can start making money. Yeah. Um, to where I was able to see like this baseball yeah. bat sleeve idea and like as a way that I could potentially make money money yeah. in the future doing something that I actually love and enjoy. Yeah. And then that led into after I saw that I could complete that project. Yeah. I was like, man, I'm listening to a lot of podcasts all the time. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm decent enough at talking that I could do what these guys are doing. And if I'm spending all of this time listening to other people do it, why am I not just doing it myself? You had um, something in you that was like, hey, just do it. Just do it. it. Like you can, you've proven to yourself. Even though it might be a little scary. Yeah, you've proven to yourself that throughout high school, everybody everybody in my family thought I was like the crazy child that like wasn't going to do well in school. That wasn't, you know, that just didn't take anything seriously. Um, That's funny. Did great in high school, did better in undergrad, um, got a baseball scholarship at a Division II school. So I I checked that that box, Mm -hmm. and I, I, I slowly learned that no matter what, if I just put my mind to something, I can, I can make it happen. Yeah. And just seeing that, like. That's been maybe my biggest, my biggest come come to God moment oh, is yeah. just like, dude, you got to f- just figure out what makes you happy. Yes. And, it's, and, and everyone it's perfect. says it, but then it's like, yeah. oh, I don't well, know. Well, it's so scary. It is it's scary. so scary. It's so like, scary, especially for young kids. And especially when I was lucky enough to have parents where my parents were like, dude, just do it. Yes. Just Shout go, out to go, both of our parents. Go do it. Go do it. Don't. Like, I didn't have parents that were like, no, you need to focus on just your degree and you need to just get your degree and you need to get a job so you can make money because money's the most important thing ever. No, my parents realized that like, and maybe if they went back, maybe they would do it all over the exact same way that they did again. But I think think they would do something different. Like my dad had talked about going to vet school. Right. Um, That was his plan for the longest time. Oh my gosh, I could so see him doing that. Ultimately, he hated school, and so he yeah. was like, "I'm done with it. I'm yeah. just gonna take. I'm gonna be a teacher. Um, it's what I enjoy." And, and he there wanted are trade to coach. With everything. Yeah. He wanted to coach, and that was probably his biggest. And he probably his biggest got, thing. Yeah, he was probably like um, passionate about but, that and got fulfilled out of that. And yeah. like, I do think with our parents' generation, college was more important. And that's not to say that people shouldn't still go to college because you know someone's passion might be something where it is necessary to go to college. Mm-hmm. And you being in law school is just it's it's so incredible it's so but admirable but yeah but despite despite just using this for law it's taught me so many other valuable skills it's taught you that you can do something that's really hard yeah which is persistence yeah it's just persistence and and the thing about me too is that i've learned 
I don't like once as soon as I figured out I was going to be done with college with undergrad, mm-hmm. I was like, man, what the hell am I doing? I just signed myself up to go to law school and I just got accepted. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I like I could be done with all of school right now. Like I would never I never have to go to school again if I didn't want to. Yeah. I could I could stop right now. I have a degree. Yeah. But what I did instead was like no, dude, you got to force yourself to do this in this yeah. moment because if you do, it could pay off really well for you Absolutely. in a lot of ways more than just financial gain. Open up a lot of opportunities. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's it's sticking yourself in those super super uncomfortable positions mm. where it forces it forced me to sink or swim. Yeah. It forced me to be like Am I going to go to law school and am I going to graduate law school with a law degree and pass the bar? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to go to a semester of law school, do fine, but then be like, bye, bye. I'm yeah. not doing this. It's too hard. I'm not interested in it. And you proved trust to me, yourself. I, you, I proved you to myself that if I threw myself into the flames, mm-hmm. that I could come out hardened from it. You know, I, yeah, it's like, I think that's amazing. That's that's probably the biggest thing that I've learned is just like the, like like a. It, I mean, it's just the analogy with a sword. You have yeah. to that sword has to be put through the flames, hammered down, mm-hmm. cooled down, stuck in the flames again, yeah. hammered down, cooled down until it becomes a refined piece of what of what you want it to be, of Definitely. what it's supposed to be. You know, a yeah. sharp sword that serves a purpose, yeah. and it's. It's just doing things that make you so uncomfortable. It's taking the first step like yes. you did and being like, school's not for me. I don't know what's going to happen from this, but I know deep down inside of me that this is not the right path at this moment. Yeah. And you, you, we're young enough and we were in situations where we could do that and we didn't have the consequences yeah. that could have come from failure if we were in yeah. different situations, if we had if we had both had kids when we were 20. Yeah. Um, and or, we or had that financial that liability, you know, believe in us or right. are able to support us because, you know, you're able to go to law school and, and thankfully live with your parents. And not only does that save you money, but that allows you to, you know, deepen your relationship over the few years oh, that you're home. And like, that's incredible. And, um, you took a risk by going into law school because you knew it was going to be right. vigorous and hard. Right. But like, if anything, I feel like that just helps you be more confident, helps you believe in yourself. Because if you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, then it's kind of like, well, how reliable, if I can't even count on myself, right. how is anyone else going to count on me? And that's where, um, that was a moment that I had with the bat sleeves where I kind of lost faith in my own ability to ex- faithfully execute the things that I set my mind to. Right. Um, and that was before law school when I started all of that. Okay. And so, like, that's why, like, with this podcast even, like, there's nights where I don't want to do anything. Same. Most nights. <laughs> Most nights. I don't want to, like, it, even though I enjoy sitting here yeah. podcasting, talking to people, um, learning all of this stuff, it's still, like, forcing myself to come down here and mm-hmm. to do it. Just yes. do it because I know I know that it's something that I enjoy if I just do it. Because afterwards you feel so dang good. You feel good. I, I hit post yeah. and I get to sit back and be like, all right, for like a week, I just get yeah. to chill. I've I've put out material that other people hopefully can gain something from right. or that they can at least enjoy. waste time and yeah. put it in their ears. Um, and 
I think the biggest thing of the whole law school thing and throwing yourself in the flames and letting it sort itself out Mm -hmm. is that as long as you stay persistent and consistent, you will always learn some good lesson from it. Oh my gosh. You will grow immensely by by throwing yourself in situations that are uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I I think that's just it. I think that's I think that's the the amazing trajectory that started in my family in the early yes. 1900s that has got think about that for the past 100 plus years my family has just been our families your family too struggling just to get by just yeah. to get by each one improves a little bit more each yeah, that's each, what you hope. each generation tries to improve just a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more mm-hmm. and now my brother is a successful real estate yeah. agent my sister is a stay-at-home mom but you know she's in the she has a nursing business. degree yeah she was successful in her field when she did that now she's pursuing this balloon stuff that like cool. like she texted you know i think i miss my calling yeah. and she sends the, the most beautiful beautiful um balloon Arrangement. uh, arrangements uh, that she has put together that are so creative that I yeah. like I I don't see anyone else doing those things like it, she's coming up with those things it is so creative and mm-hmm. so amazing and she's like I think I, I got the text tonight she's like I think I missed my calling and I was like I don't think you missed it I no, think you just it. found it yeah like I think you just found it because it's a, your it's calling incredible. wasn't nursing Right. Like your calling at the time was nursing because yeah. it met it met ends me and you had a child. Yeah. And so you were able to provide for you and your husband for a little while mm-hmm. when it was absolutely necessary. Now your husband is successful in the law field, right. takes care of you guys, and allows you to have the freedom to do yeah. something completely different that you never thought you would ever do. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible. And be happy from it. Yeah. And yeah. Just, you know, follow your passion. I don't know your sister super well but the few times that I've been around her she's clearly so creative and it seems like she's passionate about this and I love that she feels good and like she feels like this is her calling like I I think everyone should feel like that you know I think that's a I think that is what life is about and I think to go back to like the 5d and the 3d like logically it makes sense to do x y and z but what is what is your heart telling you? What is your mind showing you that you're that you're passionate about and and kind of lead with that and the other things will, will fall in place. Yeah. And it I wanna, always will. Right. And I just want to make I want to make it very clear that when you see people in society that are the uber successful, that are the rich, that have succeeded in whatever their business is, whatever, um, or whether they play sports, whatever, those are the mold breakers. Yeah. Those are the people that are successful because they're doing something different from what everybody else is doing. Yeah. They're and it's the people, scary. Otherwise, yeah, I, I, everyone would it. Do is it is scary, and that's why there's not very many of them compared yeah. to the rest of society. If it was easy, everyone would do it, and like... Even though, like, we've... And once again, that's not everybody's calling. No, no, no. And, like, and like I said, like, you know, your passion could be anything that maybe involves, you know, it's necessary to go get a degree. And, like, we've talked a lot about, like, careers and following your your mind and everything with that. But, like, it, it doesn't have to be a career. You know, it could be anything, anything. Yeah. 
you know, like... It could be just a hobby. It could be a hobby. Like, you know, I always thought, like, I'm too old. I can't, like, learn how to do this. I'm 22. Oh, my gosh. Like, I should just start now because something that I feel passionate that would be so cool to learn, Mm. I'm going to feel that way when I'm 27. Those years are going to go by no matter what. Like, why not get five years under my belt right now? Right. If if you want to learn how to do something, you're not too old. Like, you have that feeling in your heart for a reason. Go go let yourself be happy and go let yourself... Pursue it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you're a diligent person, you can make ends meet. You can make ends meet because we're lucky enough to where we live in a good enough world Mm -hmm. where things are good enough to where... You don't have to, obviously people do have to worry about eating and putting food on the table, but for the most part, if you're working a job, you can afford food, you can afford some sort of housing. Um, Right. And those are just the logistics. So like, although you may have rough times at the start, if it's going to make you happy, just do it because Mm. if it makes you happy... It's going to make you wake up every day and get out, get your ass out of bed. Yes. And try to do something better for yourself. Yeah. You know, it's all about finding that motivation instead of just, um, and I'm particularly unqualified to speak about all of this because, yeah, you know, I mean, it's like, it, it, it's just finding, for me, I just have noticed that my main issue that I have to sort through every day is like, what is my motivation? What is my motivation to go work a job, um, to do whatever? Because I jumped into law school thinking my primary motivation was money. Mm-hmm. Money equals freedom to me. Same so that was, my, that was my main motivation. And then the past few years, I've worked jobs in personal injury law firms. And while those were great jobs, mm-hmm. I found myself sitting at a desk in a room by myself sorting through documents mindlessly and part of that is because i'm not a lawyer so i can't do all of the real in-depth legal work um stuff so i was sorting through medical documents Mm -hmm. i was typing summaries up of those and like to me it just seemed mindless it just seemed mundane um and i I slowly over time though have been like, yeah, it's not great. I'm bored as shit at work all day. Yeah. I'm not happy sitting in the office because prior to this I had worked landscaping jobs, um, manual to- labor stuff where I'm outside, I'm enjoying the nice weather. Right. You know, the days fly by fast because you're throwing bricks down and mm-hmm. you're like you're seeing instant gratification on projects that you get done and then now I'm sitting in an office and I'm just bored. Right. I'm just bored. Like, and, then, and, and my life purpose isn't connected to this. And it's not that you're not good at, at your job. And right. it's not like you're not naturally um, gifted when it comes to intelligence or anything. But it's like maybe you're not using your natural gifts and ability. That's exactly it. So like and, your and, natural gifts and ability, like you're uh, like, I just feel like you can light up a room. You can talk to people really well. You're ambitious. You're a go-getter. You want to go do all this stuff. So no shit. You're... Or, no wonder you're not, you know, happy sitting in an office. You have to, that's just where it goes back to listening to your heart and your passions. Mm-hmm. Like, but I fought, I fought, I fought with that for years. Cause I was like, I've seen it done this way by both, uh, by two of my lawyer role models. Who might just be wired um, differently than you. Who are definitely wired different yeah. than me. And they found their purpose that way. But just because you see somebody have success 
doing something a certain way and you want although you want that success it doesn't mean that your success should or is going to come from doing that exact same thing it's not going to look the same necessarily because their motivations are completely different than my motivations absolutely and it's just i think i think we're like living in such a wonderful time where um we're blessed and privileged enough to be thinking about these things and like like i just appreciate appreciate my parents for believing in me it really just takes one person to believe in you for you to like really believe in yourself and just just go for it and right you don't have someone that believes in you and, and you have a desire just you know believe in yourself and you know people people will end up believing in you afterwards send it just full send full send so another question where where do you see okay so so you have this business set up you've had it set up now for how many years two three two two years yeah two years um how do you go about creating a future for that business like how do you like do you have goals do you have like what do you do um what are your aspirations and basically how do you see yourself reaching those yeah, that's a that's a great question. And maybe you don't um, know the answer yet. That's I okay don't. too. No, I don't. And I will say like when you're doing something different than other people are doing, like I don't have any other friends that are uh, running a cleaning business, so I can't be like, "Hey, like what's this?" You can there's there's been months where I'm like, I just feel stuck and I'm right. I'm kind of going through the motions. I don't know what the heck's going on, but I have enough money to survive. I'm, you know, doing a good job at what I'm doing, but I'm not necessarily evolving because I don't know what I want to do um with it but um recently um I've been thinking about it a lot and I want to build it to the point where I have 10 20 trusted amazing people on my team who who I don't know that's what I would like and and for me to kind of sit back and and not be in the grind of working every day but more so working on the business so mm-hmm. it so it can grow and it can be you know so it can benefit every but so that and, it can benefit your workers right. as well you know and i and you know i feel like I, I think when you have a business especially when you're providing services it's so important to work in the business i, I know how hard it is to clean ten, like eight hour days five days a week it's exhausting yeah um and since i have that knowledge i feel like it will set me up to um, not have unex- unrealistic expectations for the people who are working for me. And so I can be the best boss I can be because I know what to expect. I know what they're going through. I've done it. I've done the hard work. So that's kind of my goal over this next year is to keep hiring on people in my business, training them um, to my satisfaction and being able to step back from cleaning every day and build the business so it's better for everyone. Everyone can make more money. It's it's more legit. There's more opportunities. Like, you know, maybe one day I'll be able to offer people like full-time positions with benefits and stuff. Like that would be amazing. I think cleaning is just, you know, something that's never going to go away ever ever ever. No. Um so that's awesome. Uh I would love to like just having the opportunity to like network and meet so many people, I've realized I just I really like people. I really like talking to people. I like I'm a people pleaser. I like doing a good job. So I could see myself doing 
other things like maybe real estate or another business or something like I don't know exactly what I want to do but that's kind of where I'm at right now and that might change yeah to something else but you know I want it to grow and just keep using my natural talents and abilities and just keep going no that's awesome and if nothing else you know you have this business over time it'll grow yeah and you have been a testament to yourself that you can do anything that you set your mind to and honestly like a testament to every other 20 year old that has learned over this time through the pandemic um and through like the evolution of social media through the creativity of our society of where you can you feel like you can make money doing things that you never thought you even could um to just to just go after what your dreams are to to listen to that gut feeling of i'm not supposed to be doing this right and no matter how scary it is if you just commit yourself to it yeah you know definitely yeah it's it's amazing it's an amazing story i'm glad that you shared that with us thank you you're so so encouraging and so nice and i'm i'm so blessed on days where i'm like why did i do this i have so many people that are like encouraging and it makes me feel good and I still don't really even know what I'm doing. Like, I'm just, you know, you just got, hey, you just got to figure it out. I don't think any of us do. No, you don't. And like that, I, I had a really like cool conversation, um, in the midst of like, should I go to nursing or whatever with these, with my parents' friends. And they were like, Jamie, we're 40, like 45, 47, whatever, um, years old. We don't, we don't know what the heck we're doing. It's okay. And I, I think if you believe in yourself and you try to put yourself in a position where, you're happy and you're serving yourself and things will fall into place. Life is all about perspective too because like you said, nobody knows exactly what they're doing with their lives. We're all we're all just floating along here. You know, we're living life. We don't know one hundred percent what the purpose for life is. I know what my purpose for life is, like what what is behind it all for me, uh, that drives me every day. Share that with us. Well it's just like I think that the whole purpose of life is to try to live. It this sounds silly, but it's just to try to live the happiest life that you can possibly live. I don't think that's silly at all. No. I think that's amazing. And whatever that is, like it, yeah. you know, we all like to sit here and be like, oh, you only get one life. You only get one chance. But if you take the perspective, the fear-based perspective mm-hmm. of okay, I only get one life, I only get one chance at this, Yeah. then you can throw yourself into some situations that aren't going to be what they could have been. Right, because you kind of are following, um, you're, you know, this You're is just gonna, being scared. Yeah. You're being scared instead Rather of than, taking the perspective of nobody knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, like, swing it. why should I not just wing it? Yeah, just, yeah. just do something crazy that, like, yeah. If it pans out, awesome, sick, yeah. like, that's great. It, it, it totally is. I think yeah. um, growing up, um, going to church and stuff, I think, I don't know if this is every church, but I just remember, like, some services being like, life is hard, it's not meant to be easy, you know, like, we're in a, I don't know, like, it's just like, you know, nothing good comes without super hard work, blood, sweat, and tears, and that was instilled in me for the longest of time. So I kind of just thought, you know, you got to do what you got to do 
to get what you want but ultimately I don't think that way at all anymore I think life is here to serve us if something's not serving you get rid of it it is what you make it too it's, it's what you decided to to be and um you know like you just have to you know reprogram your mindset like life is working for me it's not working against me um I don't know. I keep going back to like the not going to chiropractic school. I felt like, oh my god, why is this happening to me? Like, thank God it did. I love, I love what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And like, um, if something, if something in your life closes, just be happy because something better is coming. And just be it open is. to receiving that. Don't worry. It is, and just see that in in bad times or in tough times, mm-hmm. even it's perspective. Make out of it what you can take your bad time as a moment to grow mm-hmm. take your bad time as a moment to switch your to switch your goals to switch your desires to switch your your plans to yeah. to really like take those bad times to narrow down what it truly is that makes you tick what it truly yeah. is that will make you happy at the end of the day because yeah. that's what this is i think that's truly the meaning of life yeah. is figuring out how to live the best life that you can possibly live. I, yeah, and I think if you're beating your own um, your own heart's desires, that in turn is going to bring joy, which you then can infect other others yeah. with. It's hard if you're doing something every day that you just absolutely dread and you know is not ultimately serving you um, to be kind to others and to be good to others. And I, and I think that's like a big purpose of my life. Like... That was something I struggled with for so long because I feel like I'm kind of a jack of many trades, but I'm not really a master at same. any. I'm the same way. Um, kind of, kind of good at sports in high school, but not near enough to go play in college. Obviously, a little bit good at school, but like nothing that I'm gonna go be like a neuroscientist or something. Um, but it doesn't like your purpose in life doesn't have to be something flashy and external. It could like simply just be bringing other people joy and like absolutely that feels so good um yeah so if you're doing something for yourself you're gonna be better for others for sure so that's awesome for sure (laughs) just do that for sure all right well that was that was a good talk that was a fun talk um everybody i also just want to take a second um yeah absolutely absolutely also just want to take a second to say thank you for listening one um and two if you could follow the podcast on Spotify, um, there's an Instagram page for the podcast. There's a Facebook page for the podcast. Um, I don't like to say, you know, I don't want to be forceful and say, share it, post it, whatever. But at the end of the day, it helps me if that does get shared to grow the audience, which will allow me to bring in more interesting people Mm -hmm. to, um, have more interesting conversations, um, and to just basically put out a better product. Yeah. Um, you know, like I just invested in another microphone so that I can do this with two people and we don't have to share a microphone. Um, so it's just, it's just something I ask and hopefully if you enjoy it, um, then you do feel no shame in doing so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but thanks for listening, and uh, yeah. we oh, hope you enjoy. Yeah. Do you want me to tell everyone what the or the Instagram is? Sure. It's Jen underscore Z underscore 
Diaries underscore podcast. A lot of underscores. Yes. 